everyone, and welcome back to my podcast. I'm Kasia Pivak, and today I'm going to talk about emotional triggers as an invitation to heal. And before I get started, I just wanted to say Happy New Year. I hope everyone had a really beautiful break if you had one and that you enjoyed the holidays, you enjoyed Christmas, if you celebrate it, you enjoy time with family and friends and that you're feeling refreshed for the new year. I know I am. Um, I'm really looking forward to the routine, Um, but I'm also really missing the family time that I had and just how slow and drawn out each day was. Um, There was nowhere to go, nowhere to rush out in the morning. So I'm definitely missing that a little bit. But during, um, during these two weeks off, I had some trigger issues. And I thought that it would be a nice thing to talk about. So um, I'm just going to talk about triggers and... A trigger is a sign that there's an unhealed wound, an unhealed emotional wound. And basically it's an experience that happened to us in the past. If something um, happened to us that created a strong emotion, um, like a strong negative emotion, when something in our pres- in the present moment happens that is similar or reflects that situation in the past, it's going to bring up that same emotion. So the problem with that is that when we're triggered, we're not in the present moment. We get transported back into the past and it keeps us from living life currently and it takes away our power. It takes it makes us unconscious. It takes us out of our consciousness. Because it's in the present moment. It's only in the present moment that we can connect to God. That we can connect to our intuition. That we can connect to universal consciousness and the wisdom of our heart. And it's only in the present moment that 
you can be in the driver's seat of your life and be a conscious creator. So triggers really prevent us from living fully in the present moment and color our experience with the past. Ultimately, we want a life with no triggers. And the more we identify our triggers and work on them and heal them, the less of them we'll have. It's kind of like we're weeding out these triggers from our life. We have like, if you're a very, if you're triggered a lot in life, you have a garden full of weeds. And every time you pull, every time you heal a trigger, it's like you pull a weed and now you're creating space for vegetables and fruit and abundance and beautiful flowers to grow. And when you do reach a point where you notice you're not being triggered a lot, that's your sign that you've done a lot of healing. If you have no triggers in your life, you have, you have healed. You have healed your past. New ones might come up once in a while, but you can deal with them right then and there and then move on. So in the past, um, I used to be so triggered by my mother-in-law. Oh my God. I thought that that woman was the was the stem of all of my problems. And I just thought if I could like move away, move to a different city, I thought that everything would be resolved. And I battled with this for years. I was very unconscious at this time in my life. I thought that it was all her, right? And Yeah, I mean, this woman couldn't even look in my direction without me getting triggered. Every day there was some new drama and just like my mind would just always be thinking about all the things and it would bring me to such a stressed and angry state, such a low vibration. And... Currently today, she doesn't trigger me at all. I've been doing a lot of healing and a lot of work, at least in this area. And I remember maybe a couple months ago, I realized that. I thought, wow, I actually have a lot of love for her at this point. And her and I are so different. Um, but I've come to a place where I can accept her for how she is, accept her for where she is and see her positive parts and see what she does bring. And 
I have a lot of fondness for this woman today. If you had told me that this was going to happen four years ago, I would have said no way. There's no way I'm ever, ever going to get along with this woman. And she didn't change. She's the same. So it was me that changed. And that's just one area of my life. But it goes to show that it's our work. If we're getting triggered, it's not the other person's fault. It's our fault. And as soon as we can take responsibility for that, the faster we're going to heal and the more we're going to be able to move through life with a lot more peace and a lot more grace. So some things when I think back with my, with my mother-in-law, um, I needed to release control and I needed to learn how to accept and I needed to learn to stop judging myself and judging her. There were so many things I learned in this incredibly triggering um, relationship. And I guarantee had I not resolved these issues within myself and been like, I'm just never going to talk to her or like, I'm going to move to a different city or a new country. There would have been someone else who would have triggered me. I would have formed a relationship with someone else who would have triggered me in the same way. And these situations would keep um, attracting themselves to me so that I can heal them. So removing yourself from the trigger is not is not the answer. You really have to dive inside and heal. And what I noticed over these last two weeks at Christmas break, I have been getting so triggered in my marriage with my husband. And I think it got, it's been getting a lot worse or it got a lot worse during Christmas break because normally he's at work. So we have a little bit more time apart from each other. And over Christmas break, he was home for 10 days. And so many things were coming up. And there were times I just felt so crazy. And I I was, I'll admit it, I was behaving a little crazy and I was frustrated because I do do this work you know I, I, I felt I feel that I that I you know through my meditation and through the spiritual practices um, that I take so seriously in my life this is still coming up. And 
obviously it really caught my attention. The beautiful thing now is that I am taking responsibility for it. So in the past, I probably would have pointed my finger at my husband and said, you know, he's the problem. He needs to change. I married the wrong person. I might have even thought about getting a divorce because I am a runner. Um, But being in a place where you can say, wow, I'm triggered and this is my problem puts the power back in your hands. It's empowering. It, you're not the helpless victim of your circumstances anymore when you can take responsibility for it and recognize it's your job to heal that. So anyways, that's something that I'm currently looking into and working on. Um, I'm going to give you a couple um, examples or a couple practical points on what you can do when you are triggered. So if you find yourself triggered, these are some ways that you can start healing them. And I'm going to use an example, a real life example of mine um, that I have with my husband. And my example is not feeling seen and heard. So when I'm with my husband and I'm not feeling seen and heard by him to a certain level, to the level that I desire or I think I should be receiving, I get triggered. So I'm going to use this example um, in these points on how to heal. So the first thing you need to do to heal your triggers is to become aware of them, right? If you don't know you're triggered, you're just going to be rolling with your emotions. You're gonna just be on an emotional roller coaster. So you have to become aware enough that If something happens, you can say, wow, okay, I'm triggered now. The next thing to do is to feel whatever emotion it is that's coming up for you. Because feeling our emotions helps us release them. Um, So for me, it's in this situation with my husband, I feel anger and I also feel scared and I feel alone when I'm not feeling seen and heard by him so when this trigger comes up if I can really feel that anger in my body whether it's like my heart beating or you know, a heat in my chest or if it's like a tightness in my stomach, like this fear and this feeling scared and just allow myself to feel these emotions. And 
even have compassion for them. You know, not judging them, not thinking, oh, I'm triggered, not judging yourself for feeling that way. We want to accept our emotions. We want to accept all parts of us. So letting myself feel that anger, feel that fear, getting curious of where it is in my body is really going to help release that. And sometimes that's all we have to do. It's enough to just do that. If it isn't, sometimes you need to, depending on how deep the wound is, you know, if it's just a little trigger, if it's just a little wound, you might just have to do that once. If it's a big childhood wound that happened over and over and over and over again to you, you might, I might suggest going and working with a therapist on it. Um, or it may just take you many times. It may take you longer and that's okay too. But accepting your emotions and feeling them and loving them is going to help release them. Now at this point, if you, if you don't feel regulated at this point, do something to regulate your nervous system. So if I'm feeling angry at my husband for not seeing and hearing me, my first reaction might be to, you know, get mad at him, right? If I'm unconscious, if I'm triggered, we tend to go quite, we go unconscious. Um, and I might want to, I might pull away. That might be one way. I might just get sulky and pull away. Or I might lash out at him. But if you can transcend that, recognize it's something that's happening inside of me, regulate my nervous system. So if it's just taking a couple of breaths, you know, moving my body, doing some stretches, maybe throwing on like a podcast, something that really uplifts my spirits, going for a walk, whatever it is to regulate your nervous system, you're going to want to do that instead of lashing out and blaming this, the, the person or the situation that's triggering you. And the last thing you can do in the moment that, the last tip I have, that you can use the moment that you're triggered is to reframe your thoughts. So my thoughts when my husband isn't listening to me the way I want to be listened or giving me the attention that I want, my thoughts might be he doesn't care about me right? Oh, he's just so busy with other things, but doesn't have time for me. He doesn't love me. These are most likely the thoughts that are going on in my head. And I can reframe these and I can say, well, maybe he's busy. Maybe he's tired. Maybe he doesn't know that I'm feeling this way. 
Maybe he doesn't know that I want some connection and attention and maybe I just need to communicate that to him. So reframing your thoughts and getting out of that um, downward negative thought cycle is going to be really, really helpful in the moment. And so these are all tips on how you can manage a trigger when it's happening. Something else that is important to do, not ne- definitely not necessary, but it can be helpful, is afterwards, when you have a little bit of time to reflect, maybe in the evening or at the end of the week, um, you can think back on this trigger. It's not going to work in the moment because when we're triggered, we're not in our logical mind. We are just in our emotions. We're in our fight and flight. Um, and you're not going to be using your logical, rational mind when you're triggered. So this step is something to do afterwards when you're calm and you're not in the trigger. And this is identifying your story. So these wounds are accompanied with stories. So for my example um, of not feeling seen and heard, when I reflect back on this, in my childhood, there were many times that I didn't feel seen and heard, um, especially on an emotional level. And it brought me a lot of anger and a lot of sadness and a lot of fear as a child. So now in my partnership with my husband, it makes sense that when he doesn't make me feel seen and heard or when I'm not feeling seen and heard with him, it makes sense that it triggers those emotions in me. So I'm identifying the root of my trigger. And just by knowing that, And logically and rationally explaining to myself that that's not the case anymore. Like, I'm not a child. My husband is not my parent. And I can communicate to him and tell him how I'm feeling. And I can, you know, I'm I'm an adult now and I have control. So... Thinking back on that is can be really, really helpful um, just in understanding why you're reacting in such an irrational way, right? Usually when we're triggered, we're, we're, it's over the top. Like it's, it's irrational. It's small things that wouldn't bother other people make us go crazy. And it's because of these wounds. So that's what I wanted to say about emotional triggers. Um, I hope that this was helpful to you. Um, I hope that if you have any emotional triggers in your life, 
that you're trying to overcome. I hope that you can use these steps and use the stories that I've told as inspiration. And I just want to let you know that I know for a fact that you can overcome your triggers, whatever it is. If you can take responsibility for them and take responsibility for healing them, you can overcome them and you can live a life of great peace. So I want to leave you with that. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. I hope that you are feeling really good today and really excited about the new year and I will see you guys in the next one. I'll talk to you soon.